Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Dan. Yep. <laughs> What's our music again? Do, 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 do. No, no, it started. Oh, welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the hot seat by Sheer Therapy. I'm Danielle. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I'm dead. And I'm Pam. Today we switched it up for Danielle to uh, intro, but you know, that went well. <laughs> Take it away, Dan. You always have to do this voice when you're introducing like Barry White. Okay. Take it away, Dan. Um, so we're finishing off our building friendships that fit. Um, series today and we're ending it with how do you deepen your friendships or what makes your friendships feel deep or something like that how do you um, love so hey. the five pillars of the foundations of friendship are stability not yet no that denise was just doing stupidness denise be mature man Go ahead, Danielle. I can't I look at Denise when we record because it just goes around. Why not? Okay, fine. <laughs> no. Um, so the five foundations of friendship um, are stability, vulnerability, positivity, intentionality, and generosity. Ooh. You may have all of these or none of these in your friendships. And you may be lacking giving these in your friendships. Or you may be wanting these in your friendships. Anyway, those are the five foundations that we're going to touch on. Um, let's talk about, first of all, maybe each one of us can say which one is most important to us. Like, what do we value the most out of these five? And Denise, just come back on the cameraman. Stop the nonsense. I'm actually comfortable like this. It makes well, me It makes me feel more comfortable. Denise has chosen to turn off her camera, but when we have to post this snippet, Denise, it will be a black square. So stop it. Um, you know what? It's like a damned if I do, damned if I don't. If I if I show my face, you can't take me seriously. If I don't show my face, I have to come back on the thing. I don't know what to do. I don't know. No, I can, this, is a, this is too much of a complex friendship. I don't think I can. I really want to participate in it anymore. With that being said, why don't you start, Denise? Out of the five foundations of friendship, what do you think is the most important to you and what is the biggest one you think you give? Can you repeat them? Stability, vulnerability, positivity, intentionality, and generosity. Okay, so I'll start. So basically what we're going to do... I'm not, it usually takes me a minute to think. Um, 
So basically for me, um, I appreciate vulnerability and um, I try to be vulnerable too in that I just try to be myself. Um, so I think that I try to be myself and then I appreciate in my friendships when people are themselves, like just be vulnerable. Like, and is that like your top, like that's your deal breaker? It's my deal breaker because for me, I feel like if you're not vulnerable, you're not being honest and you're not being genuine because you're always putting up a front. Like my IG TV the other day was about filtering everything all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you constantly are just trying to project this, like everything's perfect, everything's fine. I'm so like, I'm beautiful and nothing's wrong. Then you're not really being honest. You're just like me kind today. Of, you're just kind of like keeping up appearances. And then I don't really know like who which are you? is interesting because you said that's your deal breaker but you said you try to be vulnerable I try to be so vulnerable. you want it but it's harder to give it yeah like I try to be vulnerable in that like I don't try to be something that I'm not like I won't pretend or try to keep up with people just to show like whatever mm-hmm. but I say try because vulnerability is hard like it's always hard like you don't always want to show your bad side, bad points. Cause you're afraid it might scare people off too. Mm-hmm. Um, Denise, are you going to take your turn back? Yeah. I think generosity is important to me. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can I just tell a little story why? And it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Denise called me yesterday. Hey friend. And I said, I forgot my, she's like, you forgot your water bottle in my car. And I said, oh man, I've been looking for that all week. She goes, I know. And guess what? I'm going to bring it to your house tomorrow. And I said, Denise, what do you want? And she's like, why? I just want to see my friend. And it turns out that she wants me to blow dry her hair or borrow my blow dryer. No, first she'll call it borrow my blow dryer, but then it will be like, come on, just do it for me. Don't you see me struggling over here? So it, it makes sense that she likes people to be generous. But guess what? That's that's what let me tell you, that's how it looks like on the surface. On the surface, it looks like, yes, it's very superficial. Denise always wants something in return, exchange for exchange. But personally, I feel, and here's my vulnerability, I'm very generous with my time. So it doesn't matter if anybody calls me, whether it's five o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I'm very generous with my time. I'm always there 100%. So that's a piece of vulnerability. So nobody can ever tell me, you know, yeah, I can be a little selfish. It's the only child syndrome. Like I want what I want. I need something. But when it comes to my time and my friends, if I, if, if I really truly value you as a friend, you'll know I value you based on the time I give you. Because if you don't see me giving you much time, I don't value you. But you so that's my generosity. And you expect generosity. I do. You might. You I expect might. generosity in return. You might lose people. Yeah after this because they don't what? see your time so they know that you're not <laughs> oh wow you just gave the secret away i gave if denise guess is not what? available to you she's really she just doesn't like you that's not true either <laughs> but you, that's not true either now she wants but to make people no no but people who know people who really really know me will know when it comes to anything you need anything you want me to help you with 
you want me to come and pick up a box and help you clean or do whatever you need to do, structure your life, help you organize it, help you budget. I'm generous with my time and I'll spend hours. You make sure you supply me with some good LCBO and we're ready to roll. Yeah, actually, you know what? If you need help, okay. honestly, Denise is cheap. $14.95 in the video <laughs> section. You can get her for like four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve hours, eh? Yeah. You know That's it. Like way you know below. it. It's like I a think you need to hour. up your your yeah 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 See, i'm very generous of my glass. time i should she doesn't even need a wine glass she nope. drink it out of a mug but then i cup. think if she's drinking while being there for you how much help is she gonna be over the next hour or two of going through the bottle you know what's so funny the more that i get through the bottle the more helpful i become i I, I become i become even more intelligent and more smarter <laughs> But you know um, what, though? That's why I'll drink it out. I don't care if I can drink it out of a plastic cup. That's one thing. There's a little tidbit about me. Growing up when I was a little kid and I'd go for like um, dinners at my godmother's house, she'd be she'd be pissed at me the most because when she has all her china and everything in her plate settings set out where you'd have like three forks, three knives, two cups of water and wine, I'd fuck up the table and go and get a plastic cup and put it on her table. <laughs> Because you're an itch disturber. <laughs> Poop disturber. But yeah. So that's that's my language. It's funny. Looking at the list, um, I don't think generosity is one of mine. Um, Important like, or giving? To get generosity. like to, oh. Unless it's like, but I mean to, because I'm just, I just like being giving. But... I'd have to say it's, um, oh my God, that's hard to pick. I'd have to say. I know what I would pick for you. <sighs> okay, let me hear it first. Let me hear it. I would pick that you like, <laughs> and I'm only saying this because you're a positive person. Like you might like the stability and intentionality, but positivity, because you always look at the bright side of things and like, I notice you don't give into negative energy a lot. Like someone will be like, oh my God, like that's so dirty, ugly. I can't say it. I'll be like, no, but if you just turn it around and put a flower on it, like it'll just be like, you're always trying to flip the positive (sighs) positive side. So it's rare that I see you around people aside from when I'm a Debbie Downer sometimes, but it's rare when you're around people that are like black clouds. Like you don't do yeah. well with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um it's funny because I was I was torn between stability and vulnerability, but I was looking at three, which is my number, and I was like, I just can't be around people who aren't like that because it actually like disturbs my soul if somebody is nagging, complaining, like I'm just like, oh, like get over yourself. Yeah. Um, and then I would have to say stability and then vulnerability because i think if you're positive a very positive person i think you can actually have those other two attributes stability though like positivity yes for sure and stability second because again the adhd like i just i need things to be like consistent i can't have you like you're on a good day one day and then the next day you're not. And then I can count on you one day, but then three weeks you're gone off, which kind of goes into the positivity and then the vulnerability for sure, because 
And again, I guess it depends. It's kind of like the love languages, like you're giving and receiving language because I am very vulnerable. But I can feel when somebody's not being vulnerable. It's like they have this guard up. They have a blank stare. Like they're just like kind of like not there. But if you're not vulnerable, then it's like, I think that's good when it goes back to the zones because then you're just maybe not in the zone of friendship to be vulnerable. But Mm -hmm. I think where it's like stability and positivity, I don't think it matters what zone of friendship you're in. Like you could be in one zero five, like you can be those in all of them where it's vulnerability. Yeah. I think you have to be like a zone four or five friend to get there because you're not going to be with like the girl, you know, from the grocery store and be like, yeah, period cramps today. So bad. Oh my God. Dying husband made me mad. Kids driving me nuts. Okay. Thanks for the groceries. Keep the change. (laughs) But yeah, the other two, I think you can have in all. That's why I think stability is like number one, but or positivity is number one, but stability is second for sure. Very good. And <laughs> do we want to touch on this one or is it too, um, it's a troublemaker question. Who was the last friend you gossiped with? What did you gossip about and why? And how did you feel after? <laughs> we can, we can keep it basic and anonymous. Um, who did I see last? Denise and Danielle. <laughs> I feel like the three, like, I feel like, I don't even know. I guess gossiping is gossiping. Once you're talking about something, it's gossiping. But I was telling Pam the other day, I feel like gossip to me is when it's in malice. Like, you know, it's going to destroy somebody or it's hurtful. Yeah. But like, is it gossiping when we just like rehash things to run it by each other? Yeah. Or or like, what if there's a situation that happened to somebody, but you're all mutual friends, you all like are sitting there and you're discussing it. But like, it's not like it's not like discussing like, oh, my God, loser this like you're discussing like, I don't know, like your compassion for them or something. Yeah, they're not there. But I think it's gossip when you can't say it to the person's face. So if it's like. Right. Okay. Okay, So for example, I'm going to talk in real good code right now, but there is a gentleman that you guys know I'm not always the fondest of. And when I see that gentleman, I make it clear as day. It may have sarcasm to it, but it's, and it's not like I hate the person. I don't really have hate, but like, And it's not the person. It could just be like stuff about the person. But when I if I happen to see them, it's always made very clear. So to me, I'm like, well, it's not gossip. And it's not like I sit and oh, and their toe and their their face is nasty. And this it's just like I I could be I could be okay without that energy. And if you can make it clear or if if you were confronted with something that you said and you're afraid to be confronted, then I feel like it's gossip. Like, so I think the difference is, is like. If you're speaking about something or a situation in somebody's absence, know that you'd be able to talk about it with them to their face and they wouldn't be upset if they found out. I think that's the like 
the, the, the meter meter for gossip, you know, that thing that's like, yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, going back to that, I don't know. Sometimes though, like we gossip with the person right beside us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do you mean? (laughs) Like when we're like poking at somebody, but like when they keep turning around in the same room and they turn back and we're laughing and they're like, you guys are idiots, but it's like, yeah. And that's the thing where I'm torn. Like, I don't want to be a gossip person, but I think the natural, like, gist of, like, being human is, like, sometimes you're just, like, yeah, like how you said, like, if we're sitting somewhere and, like, there's something beside us happening, we're just observing and laughing. You're not... You're not torn, Danielle. How dare you? You're my, you're my people watching partner. Come on. And it's not gossip because we're, we're, um, talking real facts in real time of what's happening. You know what? Normally though, when we're people watching, we come home and we're like, oh, yeah. If there's always an awesome, don't worry. It's not in malice. It's not in malice. Well, no, it's not. We, it's me and Dan will be like, we want to adopt them, bring them home. And Denise will be like, clear off. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, that's really, (laughs) Um, but I do think, and I've told you guys a few times this month and year that I would like to have like the friendships that I have, I need to be able to say what I need to say. And yes, you need to learn how to, like, I have these conversations with Kevin. There is a way to say the same message, but the way it's delivered can cause a problem. So if you're able to say like, Hey, this is bothering me. This is how I feel. How is this for you? Blah, blah, blah. And have conversations versus like just holding it up. Because if you also hold it in and then just keep talking about it with other people, it only grows. And then you Mm -hmm. make it even like landmark. So a situation happens, you hear one tidbit or you read a text message the wrong way. And then it's like, you've made this huge scenario in your head And you've played out this whole thing of what's happening, what this person thinks, feels, says, smells, like everything. And then it's like, it's so far from the truth after like Mm -hmm. three days. So like, if you can't speak direct, but in a like respectful manner, but um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, yeah, I think we've all agreed that if it's not in malice, it's not really gossip rehashing something or running scenarios by people close to you to get feedback. I don't think that's gossip either. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're just running the situation to get perspective. Yeah. When again, you can get perspective from the person, but sometimes you're like, mm, I'm going to pick my battles. Do I talk to them about this? Or like, let me see if I'm crazy. And then you hash it out a few times and then you're like, decide, okay, I'm just going to discard it or I'm going to talk to them about it because it matters. Yeah. And I think too, like if someone tells you not to say something about something and you say, (laughs) (laughs) that might be gossip too. But again, what's the meter? Because, okay, we talked about, we talked about this too in the last few weeks. Somebody tells you a piece of information that could be hurtful to you, but they don't tell you enough of the information for you to be able to decide how hurtful that, and if it actually matters. That's malice. So now, so now you're living with this thing that somebody has put onto you that could have been out of goodwill, good intention, but now you're sitting with it upset, but you can't deal with it because you'd also don't want to cause another upheaval of problems. So it's like sometimes when you're going to tell 
somebody something that somebody else has said, we have to decide in those moments where it was happening. Why don't we just nip it with that person that it's happening with in the bud instead of taking it in and being like, hey, like like I sit in. I don't know. I'm going to make something stupid up like Denise is like, yo, Dan has a messed up toenail. Right. And then she just keeps you know, actually, now Dan's, Dan, Dan's going to go off with a complex, really believing this. this is act, no, she commented on the bottom of my foot in the tree picture. <laughs> so this is a real story. So then I say, and I sit there and be like, really? Like, you think it's really that bad? Yeah, man, that's a nasty toenail. That was malice, man. She should go see somebody <laughs> with a toenail. And then I say, and then I change the subject. But then I see Dan and I'm like, yo, Denise said you had a mashed up toenail. And then Danielle is hurt, but I'm like, yeah, but don't, don't tell, don't tell Denise that I told you about the toenail because I don't want to cause problems, but I don't want to cause problems that I just did. Instead, you can just Denise is like, yo, Dan has a messed up toenail. And I'm like, well, Denise, if you think there's a problem with Dan's toenail, why don't you talk to her about it? And then it's done. That's none of your business about my <laughs> But yeah, I get what you're you know? saying. It's like, and you telling me she talked about my toenail and then telling me I can't tell. It's like now when Denise is in my face, I'm just going to resent her. Yeah, but like we all know we're still friends, but like now there's this wedge, right? So it's kind of like you got to figure out but then you got to think about too. Also, the person that's the person that's telling you about Dan's toenail. Like I'm telling you about Dan's toenail, and I'm then I'm going to look at you and tell you don't tell Dan. What do you think I'd be doing when I'm not around you? The same thing that I'm doing to you and telling you not to yeah, tell. Is the same Dan. thing I'm doing when, you're, when I'm with Dan about you. Have you guys Alice. seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes, I have. I Remember have. when he sleeps with the husband and he's like, "Please don't tell her," and then he sleeps with the wife and he's like, "Please don't tell him." <laughs> And I'm no, like, no, I, you I, I, ratchet I, I, heifer, you're sleeping with the two of them and you don't want neither of them to tell. So now all three of y'all are nasty heifers. Tangled but, web, tangled web. You know, and in today's day, if Rocky Horror Picture Show was made, they'd probably just all get kinky because, you know, I feel like whatever you two do say about me behind my back, you, you always tell me to my face anyway. Like, I always you. know, like about the foot thing, like you talked about the bottom of my foot amongst each other, but then you told me to, to my face. Look here. Here's another, here's another <laughs> Denise moment. Eh? If you want to know, <laughs> if you want to know if I'm truly your friend, <laughs> if I, if you don't hear me ever come directly up to your face and tell you you're doing something stupid and I sit there and I let you get away with doing something stupid, I really don't value you. Malice. if there's there's something you want to say but you're like yeah but i can't say it to her because you should be able to say it because she should know you and you know her then that means i'm not really that type. you're like sometimes i call dan or i call denise for advice and then if denise is giving me the advice too harsh i call (laughs) dan and i'm like frig man denise can't you just like not talk for five minutes or when denise is telling me the advice i'm like bro you have two eyes two ears and one mouth talk less just listen. I just want to talk. I just want you to listen and say nothing. But then sometimes she takes it so literal and she says nothing. <laughs> and she says, I'm just here to listen. But at least I can say that to her. Mm. Right? Yeah. So anyways, that's uh, basically a roundabout of everything from the book study. And, you know, this is a great book study because so many times we focus on relationships with men and we don't focus on the relationships with women around us. And women are the people who really build each other up. Mm -hmm. 
So, and not discounting men, but men are like the icing on the cakes in life. Women are like, you need your support system from women. So yeah, that's, it was a great book study. Glad she did it. Holly Furtick, shout out. But, you know, I don't know if she'll do it again. Sometimes she repeats them. But if you look into it, she has a Facebook page. If you want any more info on it, it's just a cute book. There's recipes. There's like friendship bracelet making. But um, yeah, that's the end of our book study. So we hope you took something away from it. If you haven't heard the other two, listen to them all three in a row. Do the work. Get a piece of paper. Don't feel corny. Write your friends' names out. Um, But yeah, that's it. So... This kind of concludes that episode. And until next week, we'll see you then. Check your friends out. You know what we should do? We should have, we should have liked the outro. Play TLC. What about your friends? You know what? Bye. Sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. What about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Do I have to leave and start over? Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Wait, are we done? Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, Have faith and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.